welcome to the latest podcast in our series of five minutes with UBP's Global Fixed Income. My name is Bernard McGrath. I'm a Senior Investment Specialist at UBP, and I'm joined by Mo Kazmi, Portfolio Manager and Macro Strategist. The topic of today's podcast is inflation. Mo, inflation fears have clearly been at the top of investor concerns. Has the team had to adjust their views as these concerns have grown? Hi, Bernard. So our view has been that there is room for rates to rise from current levels as we have passed the peak of central bank stimulus. And we maintain this view given the current inflation theme, in particular at the front end of the US rates curve, as when you look at it, the market is pricing in around five hikes from the Fed out to 2024, whilst the Fed themselves are estimating something closer to seven hikes based on their latest projections. However, with inflation data continuing to surprise on the upside and the period of soft growth data due to the Delta variant now largely behind us, we think, we do see room for the market to catch up to Fed pricing here. On credit, we are not overly concerned at this stage and remain positive given that the base case is for these inflationary pressures to in the end be largely transitory. And so the central banks will not panic and cause a recession through aggressive rate hikes, as we have seen on previous occasions. One clear winner in this environment will be financials, and we stay positive on subordinated financial debt and the 81 market, which should benefit from a higher rates environment. And so why are we seeing these inflationary pressures in the first place? So these pressures have really been rising through multiple channels. On one hand, we've seen bottlenecks that have caused higher prices, on the back of a shift in consumer behavior. Demand has remained strong. However, it's been focused on specific electronic and manufacturing goods, which has led to a global export imbalance with huge demand for the likes of semiconductors and Asian exports, which has resulted in surging freight costs as well. We've also seen issues on the labor market side, where labor market participation has fallen and companies have struggled to find workers to fill roles, especially in low-wage sectors, and that's forced them to provide higher wages. And most recently, the inflation pressures have come from the energy crisis, with first natural gas and now oil. So the question from here is how long will these pressures last? If we assume that consumer behaviours revert back to behaviours prior to the pandemic, then transitory inflation will fade quickly. If not, then capacity will have to be built to adapt to the shift in behaviours and demand, which would take longer. Are you concerned about stagflation? At this stage, we're not. As I mentioned earlier, we do see some of these pressures coming as a result of strong demand for specific goods. Similarly, on the labour side, the job openings to hires ratio in the US is at all-time highs which again indicates strong demand for labour. And we remain positive on the growth outlook. We did have this soft patch of data that was driven by the Delta wave. However, this seems to have calmed down and we're already seeing the first signs of improving data when you look at the PMIs, which are turning back higher, as well as the economic surprise indices. Fears about stagflation and recession will probably increase if we saw a much larger move higher in oil prices, which would be taken as a large tax on households, but we're clearly not at this stage yet, especially given elevated savings following the pandemic, 
where household balance sheets do look strong. What do you see as the consequence of higher inflation? For instance, do you expect the Fed to react aggressively? So what we have to remember is that some inflation can actually be a good thing. Firstly, for credit. Based on our analysis, there are more winners than losers in the European investment-grade market from some inflationary pressures, where losers account for less than 20% of this market. For sovereigns, inflation can help cushion deficits, especially at a time when deficits have widened. And for central banks, higher inflation actually gives them the opportunity to finally bring rates off the zero lower bound. And we think that's crucial as it will give these banks the opportunity to cut rates when the next recession hits. Now for the Fed itself, yes, we do expect them to continue with their hawkish shift in the coming months. However, we do not expect them to panic and hike aggressively in the face of these pressures. What we need to remember is this Fed under Chair Powell is very different to the Fed under Janet Yellen, in which they look to hike rates as soon as they saw any pressures build. This time round, the Fed has moved to this average inflation targeting framework, being comfortable with inflation above target for a period of time, given it's been below target for so long, and this will allow the Fed to be patient and should be seen as comforting for risk markets. Thank you very much, Mo, for your insights, and to those of you listening to this podcast. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to visit us on our website at ubp.com.